2: Hello, everybody. Happy Saturday to everyone out here. Welcome to the show here. I'm just kind of hanging out here. I'm Janice Malone, of course. I'm the host of Film Festival Radio Show, and I'm glad you have joined us. And I promise you that we are going to deliver you a really fun show today. We have a lot of guests, as always. Let me tell you about them. Well, let's see. Where do we start? We got television people, we got film folk. Let's start with, uh, let's start with our film. Oh, we got a music star, music, country music recording artist. So she's also a songwriter as well. So let's start with our country music songwriter and singer. Her name is Hannah Ellis, and she has a new album, full-length album titled That Girl. And it is out. It just came out a couple of days ago. And Hannah has made a name for herself as a country music songwriter. She has done hits. Oh, uh, uh, who we got here? Dwight Yoakam, Devin Dawson, Carly Pierce, Gavin DeGraw, just so many. Uh, She has over 40, 40, count a million streams uh, in her career of music streams of all the she has over 40 million streams of music, of uh, songs, I should say, that she's done for other people that are just all over the world. So she will be joining us. We also have a very handsome actor, Sky Black, and he is from uh, All the Queen's Men, the hit drama show on BET Plus from the world of Tyler Perry. So they have their new season underway earlier this week, so Sky will be joining us to tell us what's in store for his character and his new season there. We also have a very talented actress who is also a fashion model, and a print model, I should say. Her name is Cheryl Vienna, and she has an amazing story to tell you about her life. It's not like that she just walked into LA and became what she's doing now. No, her story, her story. You know, we're in the month of January, of course, and we're always starting New Year's resolutions, how we're going to change careers. You know, we promise ourselves that all of this. Cheryl Vienna is a lady who did just that. Uh, she's only been in LA for barely three years, if that long, and she left corporate America. She was in corporate America, high-ranking corporate America for 25 years. And she is also a cancer survivor, so Her dream was that she wanted to be a model and an actress, and one day she said, I've had enough, I'm going to take a chance. She left Midwest America and showed up in L.A. No real contacts, no agent, no manager, none of that. Yeah, it's an incredible story. And it's not like she was 19, believe me. Uh, She's gorgeous. But we'll talk more about her when it's time for her segment. So she will be joining us to tell us about this new film that she's in that's going to be shown at Sundance uh, later this month, and also about uh, just her career, because she's also a musician, if that's not enough for you. So it's a lot to take in, and we are going to get right in it because Our next guest is our favorite guy, Chris Wolsey, from Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. And he will be joining us to tell us about what's hot and what's going on at Redbox for the month of January. As far as film and television shows from Redbox, our favorite kiosk there. So Chris Wolsey, he will be joining us in about 60 seconds. So stay tuned. I'll be right back with our first guest, Chris Wolsey. Two and one. All right, listeners, it is time. It is time for that segment of our show when we get to find out what's the latest and the best of films and television shows from our resident expert, Chris Woolsey, who is the Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. And now he is joining us to tell us what's hot at Redbox for the month of January. So Chris, what's hot this month?
0: Oh my goodness. There is so much hot at Redbox. It is not even funny. Um, we've got a ton of great stuff. So we, we've talked about this actor before. He's one of my all-time favorites. And we often have so many of his films that we, uh, in The Office, uh, and this is, of course, Nicolas Cage. Um, okay. And in The Office, we we do cage matches where we pit <laughs> one Nicolas Cage uh, character against another and then we argue as to who would win that fight oh
2: goodness
0: (laughs) so we have a ton of Nicolas cage films this month uh thank goodness um a very fun one is uh called vengeance a love story and this is about uh nicholas cage plays a, a police officer who comes to the aid of, uh, and it's actually a group of people who come to the aid of a mother um, who is seeking to bring uh, justice uh, against the men who assaulted her. So uh, this mother uh, gets attacked. Um, she uh, the, the justice system turns its back on her and Nicholas Cage as the investigating officer can't leave it alone. And he and a uh, small, uh, excited group uh, get together to protect this woman and to get justice back for her. Um, it's it's super action-packed. Um, it's everything that you look for in a Nicolas Cage movie. Tons of action, tons of bad guys getting blown away, and tons of great one-liners. So Vengeance, A Love Story, check that one out.
2: Nicholas Cage always delivers. I don't care. He, he you know. He just
0: Absolutely. Does. You just and I does. have talked about him before and I said he's like pizza. Even <laughs> when he's bad, he's still pretty good.
2: He really is. Hey, you know what you guys should do? I mean, you're Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. You guys are huge. Next Nicholas Cage match, you guys need to invite Nicholas to be the referee.
0: Oh my gosh, that would be <laughs> unbelievably exciting. I you would love really nothing should. more. You, I once, I waited, I think I talked about this before, but I once waited on him when I worked at the Marvel comic restaurant uh-huh. on City Walk in Burbank uh, that was, used to be there back in the day. Uh-huh. And uh, I waited on him and Young Miss Arquette. And um, it was, it was quite, quite the high point in my uh, waiting tables career uh, to wait on those two celebrities at the same time.
2: Okay. Who was the, who was the best tipper of those two
0: um, he paid the bill, and it was a it was a solid tip. Oh. He he left me twenty. He left me twenty percent. So okay, that's good. I certainly had celebrities leave me worse tips than twenty percent. Oh man,
2: oh, gosh, I hate to think about it. But I'm telling you, Chris, <laughs> you guys got. I bet he would show up for that. It would be so much fun, wouldn't it? You
0: know how yeah, to he keep like be down for it.
2: Yeah, hey, you, know, you guys know how to reach his peeps and, and just do it. And
0: if you do, we please we really
2: please film it. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who else is hot at Redbox this month?
0: Well, we've got another Nicolas Cage movie called Stolen. Uh-huh. And uh, this is a super fun caper film. So he plays a thief who gets popped for this huge, uh, huge crime that goes south on him, goes to prison, Gets out. And the first day that he gets out, uh, he's contacted by his old partner who says, guess what? I have your daughter. And if you don't go steal this gigantic mother load for me and deliver me the money, I am going to do something terrible to your daughter. And so Nicolas Cage has to uh, figure out how he's going to. Go through with this caper, but also how he's ultimately going to uh rescue his daughter and seek vengeance on his uh ex partner. So, really, really good one. Stolen, uh, very fun, crazy action pack. Oh,
2: I gotta see that. That that kind of has that a twinge of Liam Neeson type, you know. Yes, thing.
0: yeah, I I'm a man of a <laughs> certain skill set, I love. Uh,
2: I love those movies. I'll watch them all day long. I I, mean, Liam could, he and Nick Cage, they could just act out the phone book if we can find one. I would still watch it. I just love these two guys. I really do. So, okay, okay. So, writing that one down. I'm going to go to Red Box, get it, however way I get it. I'm definitely going to get that one. So, okay, who else is burning up a storm at Red Box?
0: All right, I've got one last Nick Cage. We have like a dozen, but like these are these are my three favorites. Uh-huh. Uh, and this this one is not only Nick Cage, but another gigantic celebrity name in here. So this is the movie Trespass, and that's starring Nicolas Cage and a a young woman you might have heard of named Nicole Kidman. I'm yeah. uh, not sure if that's ringing a bell.
2: Yeah, yeah, kind of her. I've heard of
0: her. And they play, play this very wealthy, well-to-do couple, uh, and there is a home invasion. So this group of thieves break into their mansion, and they believe that these two are going to be very easy pickings, Mm -hmm. and uh, come to find out, these two are a little more resourceful than most millionaires that you meet, and uh, it it ends up that this this group of 'er Nerdowells really picked uh, the wrong couple to pick on. Um, Mm -hmm. It's so fun. Uh, what I love about this movie is uh, what I love about all good action films, and it's the fact that you, you don't think these uh, leads have any skills whatsoever in order to defend themselves. And yet, because of the the way the story plays out, you see that they are able to. And I, I just love I love movies that that do that kind of thing.
2: So, Nicole's character is actually fighting like like Uma Thurman in Kill Bill or something?
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, you got to check it. it out. She's she's it. a tough Australian broad, uh, Nicole
2: Kidman. <laughs> you got to see this. Got to see this. Okay, and one more. Who we got?
0: One more, I would say, this is and this is a thriller, another uh, a favorite uh, a genre of mine, Samuel. and this stars somebody who I don't think she could be any hotter at the moment. Uh, and that is Sidney Sweeney yes. uh, from Euphoria and and uh, White Lotus and a million other things. Um, but she this is one of her earlier films. And uh, she plays a young woman who discovers her birth mom. So the story goes and goes to find her and wants to start a relationship with her birth mom. She was she was given up for adoption and um comes back finds her birth mom they start this relationship but and i'm not going to spoil anything for anyone uh because i'm not that guy janice but as the story moves along you find out that that the character that sydney sweeney plays her story may not actually be the story that she is telling uh to this family it's very taut. um it's a great thriller uh, lots of lots of uh, fun tropes and jump scares and and everything that you look for in these kind of films. Okay. The wrong daughter, really fun.
2: Hmm. Well, see, I am one of those people. That's why my friends never. Did. Well, Janice, we know you're a talent. You're a real spoiler. Yeah, I'm, I'm that chick, believe
0: me. <laughs> no, well, Good to know. Good I to know. Am.
2: I, I try to hold back. But but let me ask you this before we go. Nicolas Cage has done so many movies, and you guys really do carry them well. So have you guys ever had a Nicolas Cage month?
0: We have not, but we do often have Nicolas Cage channels, for sure. Oh. So we'll have... Uh, we'll build whole channels around all the different Nicolas Cage movies that we have.
2: Yeah, see, you guys really treat him nicely. He has to come ref the, the Cage matches. He has to. Yeah,
0: you, next time you run into him at a, a neighborhood barbecue, please put in a good word for me, Janice.
2: I will. I remember the, the guy from back in the day that was your waiter and that guy. Well, he doesn't do that I, anymore. That guy, Yeah, exactly. He, he's a big hot, He's a big executive now, so we will do that. But anyway, Redbox, how can everybody, other than the kiosk, tell them the rest of how they can tune into Redbox.
0: Sure. And uh, we've got a fantastic app for Redbox. You just go to any of your favorite app stores, download the Redbox app. You can watch it on any device, your mobile, your tablet, your connected TV. Uh, You can go to redbox.com and you can cast to any device as well. Um, All kinds of great things, thousands of free movies. Everybody knows us as the uh, physical rental kiosks in uh, grocery and convenience stores. But we also have uh, free streaming with thousands of titles and you can watch all all you want and not spend a penny.
2: I love it every time. And I'm going to end it with this quickly. Uh, whenever it's time to get my license plate tags renewed, I, there's a kiosk that I go to in the supermarket, and there's a red box right next to it. So when I get through getting my license plate tag, I just step to the left, you know, swipe, swipe left, and I go give me a red box movie to, you know, kind of celebrate. I've gotten through the process of getting my license plate tag renewed. So that's how I celebrate with red box.
0: Anytime you can avoid a trip to the DMV, I think that is worthy <laughs> of a red box rental. <laughs> For sure.
2: That's what I've done. I've done this for like four years in a row. So that's how I treat myself. And then I get a slice of cheesecake to match. So that's
0: another story. (laughs) I love it, Janet.
2: But anyway, Chris, we always thank you. And we will see you next week for another edition of What's Happening and What's Hot and What's Popping with one of the next Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment brand. So we'll see you next week.
0: I can't wait. Looking forward to it.
2: Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, do you really?
0: That's so funny.
2: Yeah, I really do. I, I Every November. And I just go. Okay, thank you so much, Sky Black. Once again, make sure that you can start binge-watching all the Queen's men immediately. Yeah, immediately. Don't, well, wait until we get done and then you can go turn it on. But anyway, it's on BET. Plus, and uh, look at all these buffed guys and good looking gals. They look great on camera. It's a very popular show from the mind of Tyler Perry. So, listen, that brings us to our next guest. Our next guest, as I said at the top of the show, is Hannah Ellis. As I said, Hannah is a very talented singer and a songwriter. Her name is Hannah Ellis, and she has a brand new album, full-length album titled That Girl. Of course, we're talking about herself there, but she has written songs for so many top country music stars, such as Dwight Yoakam, Devin Dawson, uh, who else? Carly Pierce, just a lot of them. In fact, her songs have garnered over 40 million streams of play of music. So now it is her turn to stand in the front of the microphone and just sing her heart out because she does it so well. Again, her new album is titled That Girl. And so if you want to learn more about her, her website is Hannah Ellis music dot com. She's appeared at the Grand Ole Opry several times, and so she's going to be there again performing in about a week or so. So she's going to tell us more about that. So let me be quiet and let's bring on Hannah Ellis to talk about her new album, That Girl. Let's roll it. Good morning, Janice. Well, I'd like to say, starting off to our listeners, uh, of course, people especially who are country music fans are more than familiar with your music and your songwriting talents but now you have a new solo album that girl on curb records that's available later this week on the 12th so you are that girl so what does it feel like to have (laughs) what is this like for you
3: oh my gosh i can't even put it into words the fact that it's only three days away i woke up this morning and i looked at the calendar and I was like, in three days, my record is coming out finally. And it's something that you just dream about. And the day that you decide that you're gonna pursue music as a career, I feel like that's day one of working on on your first record. And the fact that it has finally come to fruition is just it's it's so many emotions. And I'm I'm just so excited for people to hear it.
2: Now Big party, release party, listening party? Are you going to be performing? Oh, we are doing
3: all the things. So, you know, we're going to keep it chill this weekend and just kind of I'm going to enjoy it with my friends and family. Um, But next week we're having a release party and then we're playing Whiskey Jam, which is a really fun event down here in Nashville. And then we're playing the Grand Ole Opry. So we are just absolutely having us a time next week once this record is out.
2: Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I used to live in Nashville. In fact, I just stood live three blocks from the Grand Ole Opry. So I know what that's all about. Yes, absolutely. Well, now, as we all know, Hannah, you have such a big repertoire of songs because you've worked with so many top performers. So what was your process of elimination to settle for these 13 original songs for the current That Girl album?
3: Gosh, that was so hard. You know, I think I think what I really did was I started with the ones that the ones I couldn't live without, the ones that I just knew had to be a part of this of this first piece of the story. And then we kind of built around that. We said, okay, if we've told them how much we love being married and we've told them how we wear our heart on our sleeve and we've told them about our first heartbreak, what else do the people need to know? What, What else of this story do we need to share at this time? And we just kind of chose the songs like that because I'm 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 very record based. I'm a nineties baby. I believe in listening to projects top down. I believe in telling a story. And I think that this does. I think it tells my story. And in telling my story, I feel like it's gonna tell the story of so many other people.
2: Well, you definitely, with all of your songs, you you are such a storyteller, truth teller through music here, I like to say sometimes. So tell us about what was the inspiration of your song Wine Country? That's just, I love the video with the Napa Valley scenes and all that. Tell us about that. I know that's a, a different project. Oh my gosh,
3: that song is just so special to me and so much fun, like writing it was a blast. I mean, when we came up with the Dukes like Daisy line, I remember laughing. I was like, this is dumb and it's not going to work. And as soon as I said it out loud, my husband's like, I love it. Everyone will know what it means, even though it's not a real sentence. And so I feel like that just totally set the tone for this song. And it's a song that really helped me, I feel like finally capture my role in this country music family down here in Nashville. I'm the bougie country girl. That's what I do. I'm go to the fancy steak dinners, have the nice meals, but I'm still going to drink my wine out of a solo cup when
2: I'm on the farm. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing to do and such. But I just love when I saw the train and all of that. I saw it was in Napa Valley. It was a dream. It was a dream. Sebastopol, all those areas and such. Right. So, okay. Have you, As I said earlier, you've written songs that have become hits for so many singers and such. So have you ever written a song for someone else? And then you later kind of think, man, I should have kept that for me. Hmm.
3: You know what? As a person who writes like hundreds of songs a year, I feel like that they all find the right home, you know? And that's the thing is like you can only release so many on your own. So anytime my songs get to have a life with someone else, I think it's a beautiful moment.
2: That's a good way of looking at it. I, I do that with, with gifts. It's so selfish. Sometimes I'll buy a gift and get it for somebody. Then I'll think, oh, I should have kept that for me. But that's That's part right.
3: That's that. right. My sister-in-law and I joke that we're going to start buying each other three gifts and we're going to keep two each and gift each other one. (laughs)
2: that's a good one that's a good one and finally i as you mentioned you will be performing at the grand Ole opry later this month but i see that you're also going over to europe can you tell us about some of those days real quickly
3: i am so excited i'm playing c to c in germany um it'll be my first time touring in germany and we're hitting Berlin, Munich, and Cologne. And it's just going to be a blast to finally get to connect with those fans over there that have been like, are you ever coming over here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're on your way. And that's right. Okay. Instagram handle, website, how can your fans reach you?
3: All of it. So, you know, all my merch and any touring information is going to be at hannahellismusic.com. But follow me on socials for the most up-to-date stuff. I'm very, very active on there at Hannah Gray Ellis. Um, those are, that's my social handle and yeah, I'll see you guys there.
2: Absolutely. Well, Hannah, again, congratulations on the release of that girl, because that's you. And so right. we look forward to, of course, you know, following you in your music career. Maybe you'll come here to Vegas soon. And so we'll be right there. for oh, that I hope so. Okay. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. So, if you are a fan of the hit show of Tyler Perry's title, All the Queen's Men, season three with brand new episodes. So, you can see everything on the BE. T Plus channel. So there's a lot to catch up with where the last season left off. Of course, All the Queen's Men is about this fictitious, uh, very lucrative male exotic nightclub uh, in all the whole male exotic nightclub industry, I should say. And uh, lots of great talent there. Eva Marcel stars as Marilyn, Madame Deville, and all of the shenanigans that goes along with her character. Lots of, again, a lot of great talent there. And one of the principal cast members is my guest. Of course, I'm talking about Sky Alvester Black, better known as Amp Addiction Anthony. That's his character's name. Well, joining Eva is a cast of very, very talented actors and actresses. And one of those actors is my featured guest. He is Sky Alvester Black, and his character is Amp. Full character name Amp Addiction <laughs> Anthony. What a colorful character name there. But Sky does an amazing job, of course, in portraying this uh very interesting character here. So I had the opportunity to chat with Skye earlier today. So without any further delay, let's chat and listen to my recent interview with actor Sky Alvester Black. So let's roll it and let's listen to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Festival Radio Show. I'm Janice Malone, the host of Everything Around Here. And we have a brand new interview for you to listen to for a few minutes here. And if you are fans of the hit show All the Queen's Men created by the one and only Tyler Perry, of course, well they they well they will be soon take 3. So if you are a fan of the hit show of Tyler Perry's title all the Queen's Men. Season 3 will be resuming tomorrow night with brand new episodes, so you can see everything on the BE. T-plus channel, So there's a lot to catch up with where the last season left off. Of course, All the Queen's Men is about this fictitious, uh, very lucrative, male exotic nightclub uh, in all the whole male exotic nightclub industry, I should say. And uh, lots of great talent there. Eva Marcel stars as Marilyn, Madame DeVille, and all of the shenanigans that goes along with her character lots of again a lot of great talent there and one of the principal cast members is my guest of course i'm talking about sky alvester black better known as amp addiction anthony that's his character's name better known as okay wait until this mess passes Well, joining Eva is a cast of very, very talented actors and actresses. And one of those actors is my featured guest. He is Sky Alvester Black, and his character is Amp. Full character name, Amp Addiction, <laughs> Anthony. What a colorful character name there. But Sky does an amazing job, of course, in portraying this uh, very interesting character here. So I had the opportunity to chat with Sky earlier today. And so again, the big premiere for the rest of season three will take place tomorrow night, January 11th on the BET Plus channel that you can just go and dive into it and pick up where you last left off there. So without any further delay, let's chat and listen to my recent interview with actor Sky Alvester Black. So let's roll it and let's listen to it. Okay, just a reminder that you're listening to Film Festival Radio Show here with me, Janice Malone. And it's about time that we bring you our featured guest here. Well, here we are. We're in the middle part of January here. And by now, most of us have kind of forsaken our New Year's Eve, New Year's resolutions. Some of us can't even make it to January 3, if you're like me. But our next guest, she doesn't need, she did not need January at all. You know how we make these promises to ourselves that we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to start a new life, we're going to start a new health regime. Regime, um, Just, you know, we make all these promises. But this lady did just that. She, I don't know if she started it in January. She really did have a dream in her life, and she is living that dream. Let me tell you all about her. Her name is Cheryl Vienna, and she is a successful actress and a model. And she's also a musician as well. So we're going to talk all about that. She is one of the cast members of a new film called Freaky Tales, which will be premiering at the Sundance Film Festival later this month. And she is also a very successful print model. She's done ads for brands such as Lady Gaga's brand, Farsta Grant. She's done television commercials that are national. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, print ads for Sephora Cosmetics that are national as well. Now, this is what makes Cheryl's story so unique in that this lady spent 25 years as a executive in corporate America. Yeah. And so, but her dream, she had this dream that she wanted to pursue a career in entertainment. So she is also a cancer survivor. So after all of uh, these, you know, the the corporate job and she, you know, is cancer free, she decided now is the time to go pursue that dream of becoming an actress and a model. And that is what she did. She moved from middle America to Los Angeles about two and a half years ago. And she is more than living that dream. So I think that it's just more than ever appropriate to have her on the show for this time of the year in January. Because again, this is when people like to start over and start new projects and such. So what an inspiration her story is. So I'm going to be quiet and we are going to roll it with my chat with Model actress, and musician, and she's also a filmmaker. We're going to talk about that as well. Her name, again, is Cheryl Vienna, N-A, so you can go find her on Instagram. So let's roll it with my chat with the very inspiring, very lovely and talented Miss Cheryl Vienna. Let's take a listen. Okay, listeners, I am so excited. I have my next guest on board, and I've been talking about this interview for a lot of my friends all the week because I'm just so excited about her story. Wait until you hear this. Just you know, get close to the radio so you can hear this. Okay, her name is Cheryl Vienna and she is a beautiful, talented model as well as an actress and a filmmaker. So Cheryl, welcome to Film Festival Radio Show and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, it's quite an honor. How
2: are you today? I'm very good. I'm very good. So let's just jump right in here. A lot to cover here. Uh, one of the many achievements that you're doing, I should say currently, uh, you are a part of the cast of this upcoming new film called Freaky Tales that will be premiering at Sundance Film Festival later this month. That's just one thing. And then you have a very successful modeling career. But So we're going to get into all of that. So let's Let's just start off with this. Okay. You, <laughs> I, I'm so into your story, Cheryl, because I have a girlfriend. I know. Let's just go with this. Let's just go with this. With this being January and people are always making resolutions, they're going to make the new year a better year. And I think your story is so apropos for this. So, okay. You are a corporate were a corporate America, very successful corporate person. And then you just left that, you're a cancer okay. survivor, and yeah. and now you are a successful actress and model. So let's get started with how did how did you go from suit and tie and pantyhose <laughs> and heels to LA
1: <laughs> you know it's funny people ask me that all the time yes I was very successful in corporate America but I also have always had the desire to be in entertainment and it just became at a point I'm a cancer survivor too and as you know uh, when anyone gets a diagnosis it changes your perspective on life you become intentional yeah. and I became that person to one to fill up that dash, you know, that mm-hmm. dash is born on died on. Yeah. And it could say one year that you worked at XYZ company, you could say you worked there for five years or 30 years and you get that one line. Now you mm-hmm. decide I'm going to fill up the dash. And that's what I'm doing now filling up the dash with all the things that I believe I have the talents to do. So and that's it, what I did.
2: So now uh, you were in corporate America in, was it Indianapolis?
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, I worked in Indianapolis early on at Rolls Royce, and then I worked at Lockheed Martin Aeronautics in Atlanta and um, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Then actually Pratt and Whitney in Malaysia. Oh my and goodness! After I moved back in country with everything, I decided it's time. It's time, and, and very successful roles on my dad. And so people say, "How did you do that?" Well. I just did it. I knew that I could and that I wanted to. But I tell people all the time is if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. Right.
2: Okay. so did you dabble in any kind of acting, you know, within that corporate era of your life? Did you like do community theater or something like that or what? Well, actually, I did dabble in it. I did a little commercials here and commercials there.
1: But you really can't be successful in it unless you jump all in Mm -hmm. and unless you're in those areas that are prone to entertainment, i.e. Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York. Otherwise, you're just kind of dabbling. So Mm -hmm. I did that. And it was, of course, conflicting with my corporate America schedule because we have intense meetings and you're, you're not as flexible as you need to be to go to your auditions and whatnot. So, but I did do it and I enjoyed it. And then I said, it's time. It's time.
2: Now, what was the reaction from friends and family? You know, here <laughs> you are, you know, a successful corporate executive type. And you go, well, I think I'm just going to go to the crazy world of entertainment. What was, what was their response to that?
1: Well, <laughs> oh, you know, it was all over the place, as you can imagine. Uh, it was are you sure you're going to do this? And then it was, if anybody can do it, you can. And then it was of course, The silence, we'll just sit back and see and watch. And um, then there was others that was very supportive. So it was, it was all over the place. Um, but I was determined that I was going to be successful or if not successful, at least try, you know, a lot of people sit back and go, I wish, I think I could, and at the end of the road there, I wish, I think I could, and never tried. So that was not going to be me. I was going to try.
2: And so did you have a backup plan? Because, you know, family, parents, and grandparents, they always say, well, you you better have a backup plan, Cheryl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, they do say you need to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two thoughts about that. Um, I knew that I could always transmit excuse me, transition back if I needed to. But there's always, if you have a backup plan and you're thinking too strongly about it, then you go towards your backup plan. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. I, that's very true. I came to L.A. with boots on the ground that I'm going to make this happen, not thinking about a backup plan.
2: Okay, let's talk about you're in L.A. Yes. Did you get a round-trip ticket or a one-way ticket? <laughs> one-way. One-way, okay. Okay, it's day one. You're in L.A. Did you have family, friends that you bumped with, or or what happened on day one, week one? Uh, Yeah, it's day
1: one. I'm here. Uh, I'm in actually a little room. I go and I buy lights for my room to do my self-tapes. I buy some paper to put up on the wall, and I just start submitting myself. I find an agent, I find a manager, and
2: I just keep hustling. Okay, let's go back a little bit more. <laughs> so you're day one, you're in LA, you're not in a luxury penthouse downtown. You're oh, in no. a room, and you you, you don't have an agent waiting for you. Wow. Cheryl, that's scary. <laughs> that's really scary. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, I, I guess I should follow back a little bit. I have one agent and I have a couple that I've had all along the journey, one in Texas and one in Atlanta, but it's not like having an agent and a manager here.
2: No, it's not. No No shade on Texas and Atlanta. I grew up... No, not at all. Not at all. And
1: I'm very grateful to them. Very grateful. But not like having one here. Definitely And not not. being very connected at all. I had a few friends here Mm -hmm. um, that were kind of in the business, but it's still not the same. You have to get out there and do it yourself. And there's no straight path, unlike going to law school engineering school etc you know when you graduate pretty much you're going to
2: have a job yeah that's not the case in entertainment
1: it's, there's no straight path
2: it is not it is not i grew up in uh, houston i was born in dallas and so i'm very familiar of course with texas and and mm-hmm. yeah texas does dallas especially does have some opportunities so does atlanta but like you said yes. it's nothing like la it's just it's just not no just always you know, Okay.
1: You know, so, well, so I came here, boots on the ground. Let's go. Let's do it. Excellent. And so far it's been three years and it's been excellent. It's, it really has been. And I came here, as you know, at a later age, not that I'm going to say the age, but okay. a lot later age. And, and so I, I'm really think, feeling blessed that I've been able to do this.
2: And that's what makes your story even more unique for, especially women, women of color, really women of any color and race, but especially women of color, to that you didn't hit LA and you were 19. No, uh, not at all. And still has found this type of success. So what was your very first gig? Was it an acting job or a modeling job? Oh, let's see,
1: my very first gig. Well actually the first gig was probably an extra job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um extra meaning background yeah. role mm-hmm. um, let's think of the very first one that i liked well this was the very first one at all but i'm really excited the fact that i got to work with lady gaga oh, yeah. um delight just a delightful young lady um, by the end of the shoot she was so inspirational people were crying oh. um, so that one sticks out in my mind a lot
2: now tell everybody what that job was with Lady Gaga's brand.
1: Oh, so she has a makeup brand called Haas Labs and she was launching her new foundation and I became one of the faces for her foundation. There are about eight people that were in the actual campaign that was all across the country in about 500 Sephora stores. And there, I believe she has, I'm not sure, don't put me on the number of different foundations to match your, match your complexion. But anyway, we spent a day um, with her and doing print and her encouraging us along the way. It was really nice.
2: Oh, that is so cool. So very cool. So, so tell us about some other uh, ad campaigns and, and uh, TV commercials that you've done.
1: Well, TV commercials, but if you turn on the TV, there's two that are playing right now pretty frequently. Uh, one is Floor and Decor, and the other one is Paycheck. Okay. And so they run quite frequently right now. Uh, another campaign that's out, uh, matter of fact, just saw it yesterday Thrive, Thrive Cosmetics. Um, I am promoting their lip gloss. So I really feel blessed that I'm able to do the modeling and the acting. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that just do one or the other. And I've
2: been fortunate that I've been able to do both. You most certainly have been. So, okay, let's talk about the acting here. Now, I understand you are part of the cast of this new film, Freaky Tales, that will be premiering at Sundance. So tell us about Freaky Tales and tell us about your role.
1: Yes, yes, well, you know, I haven't seen the movie, and I only really know about
2: my role,
1: but I can tell a little bit about it. Um, You know, it's based in Oakland, 1987. The director, one of the directors, Ryan Fleck, grew up in Oakland, so it's talking about, you know, the era in which he grew up, and it's four interconnected stories that are set in Oakland, 1987, that tell the love of music, movies, and people's beyond our noble universe. So we'll have to see it when it comes out. Exactly. Um, But that means I'm excited to see it. Now, my role, there's an all-star basketball player in it, Jay Ellis, and he's playing Sleepy Floyd and I'm playing his mom.
2: Oh, okay. Now, are you going to Sundance uh, film festival at the premiere or what?
1: Yes, ma'am. I will be at the premiere. The premiere is on the 18th of this month,
2: next week okay all right oh how exciting for you so oh, to further speak of film let's talk about your other very exciting talent that you are a filmmaker and you did your own film <laughs> sunshine noodles and me uh, tell us about yes, it
1: i did that too uh, i created a film called sunshine noodles and me and well, the title comes from at the time I was living in Malaysia, sunshine, noodles, we ate a lot of them, and meat. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, the heartwarming story of a young woman who finds out she has breast cancer before getting married and then moves to Malaysia. And it really focuses on Malaysia and how you can get through anything with love, faith, and wellness. Um, so I did that, yeah, about 10 years ago. And it received a lot of awards or a couple of mm-hmm. awards at film festivals but it really was me wanting to show people that you know you can survive you know if, if you think positive if you have love if you have faith you can survive We all know at some part we're going to expire but while you're here be positive Very you know, much surround so. yourself with positive
2: people now. Was it during, as you were going through the, the treatments for your breast cancer, was that when you really, really decided to say, well, once I beat this, I am packing my bags, I'm going to L.A.? Or, or when did it really just it, hit you?
1: Yes, ma'am. It was once I beat this, I'm going to be intentional about what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew what I was doing then was fine, but there was a lot more that I wanted to do. And I didn't know how I was going to get it done. I just knew that I was going to get it done. And you and did. I knew that
2: I needed to be in LA. You did. I, your story is so <laughs> reminiscent of a, a girlfriend of mine who, um, and I'm going to bring her on for this month too. She was over 30, MBA, African-American, single at the time and her dream was that she wanted to be a tap dancer and a motivational speaker combined all right (laughs) so she left her corporate six-paying job moved to la like you did no hers is worse cheryl because she had never been to california in her whole life (laughs) and she 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 is she's doing that not only Is she doing that? But she got the opportunity to meet the late, great Gregory Hines because she really was a tap dancer in in real life. And she got a job. She ended up on all the daytime TV talk shows. And she Mm -hmm. got a job, an agent and a manager. And she is to this day a motivational speaker who's a tap dancer. I love it <laughs> i love it and it
1: wouldn't have happened if she just didn't take that step and do it yeah you have to take the first step you have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. if you don't believe in yourself nobody else is
2: going to nobody else is going to yes so when you're not acting and modeling and such do you uh are, are you a, a speaker on a speaker's circus sharing your story or what well, interesting. I haven't begun doing
1: that again, however I foresee it in the future. I did do a lot of speaking around the Sunshine Noodles and Me um, documentary, but I haven't begun speaking again yet. But I do play the saxophone, so that is one thing that I spend my time doing, uh, playing the alto saxophone. And then continuing to hone my skills in the acting arena.
2: Well, Sharon, it's just apparent. You were just born to be an entertainer. This corporate stuff just kind of, you know, <laughs> hitchhiked in your life. <laughs> but it, it was good for the time. It yeah. was it was
1: very good for the time. But it, it also allowed me to save
2: money so I could launch myself and do what I'm doing now. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely so. Well, as far as the music, are do you want to form a band or do you want to be in a band or what?
1: Well, I've been in a few bands over the years. At one point, I thought I was going to be this phenomenal female saxophone player. And then I realized, no, that's probably not going to be me. But I still enjoy it. And I've played in various bands, funk bands, big band, um, all that type throughout the years. So now I'm starting to focus a little bit more. and I have this goal of just doing one song. If I can record one song, I'll feel satisfied. I'll feel like
2: I'm well, it just sounds like knowing you, you're going to end up for sure doing a whole album <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, with Kenny G that or somebody. <laughs>
1: That's possible, but right now I'm on this journey of, okay, what else can I accomplish in the, the film and TV
2: arena? As well as modeling. Yeah, for just sure. The, the whole package. And finally yeah. here, uh, what's coming up next for you that you can tell us about? Um.
1: Let's see. That was the caveat that I can tell you about. That, there's yeah. a couple. Right. There's a couple commercials that I have done that have not been released yet, so I can't talk about those. They okay. should be fun though. Okay. Uh, when they come out, and hmm, I think that's it right now. But every time you open your email here, you, you never know. It's a new opportunity.
2: You're so correct. Somebody just handed me a note. And wanted me to ask you, when you first arrived in L.A., by the way, how long have you been in L.A.? I forgot to ask you that. Um, Right now, about two years and two months. Wow, that makes it even more of a story. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so somebody wanted me to ask you, how did you deal with, you know, you're there the first week, the first month. How did you deal with the your own inner thoughts of did i do the right thing this is really hard you know, you know those kind of second guessing thoughts
1: yeah the, the second guessing and i think it's natural to second guess but i am a um, strong believer and i believe that god gave me the opportunity to be here so far be it for me to second guess it you know i've thought mm-hmm. about it most of my life now i'm here i've got the opportunity I have an agent, I found a manager. We got to do this. So how, I think a lot of faith and prayer.
2: Faith and prayer, for sure. Well, how did you deal with this? You know, you came from uh, the Midwest and mm-hmm. people saying, oh my God, LA, California is so expensive. Oh my God. Ooh, ooh, wow! How did you deal with okay. those people?
1: Well, it's more like, how did I deal with it? I got here and I was like, oh my God, it's so expensive. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, add sticker shock for sure. Sticker shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, it comes with the territory. All this time, I've wanted to be here. I said, "I'm here." This is this is the price you have to pay to play. You got to pay mm-hmm. to play. Nothing comes free.
2: No. And when you start making a certain amount of money, you know, it's not that big. Of, I mean, it's still money, of course, but right, it's not right. that big of a deal once you really start making those those numbers, obviously. Uh,
1: yes, okay, I'm not quite there yet, but yes, that's
2: true. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, I mean, if you look at the weather in L.A. today and think about right. what it's like in Indiana, ooh, I don't yes,
1: know. <laughs> yes, that is true, and I'm a sun baby. I wow. did grow up in the snow and I loved it then, but now I am a sun baby. I enjoy it. And that's one of the prices
2: we pay for the sun out here. Absolutely. This is the last question for sure. <laughs> okay. What have uh, your former coworkers in corporate America, have you heard from any of them?
1: Um, Indirectly through social media and they're all very proud and excited oh. for me.
2: That's great. Uh, Yes,
1: they have nothing but positive things to say. Many of them knew I had aspirations when I was there. And so they're just cheering me on.
2: Well, I am definitely one of your biggest fans here (laughs) because I love these kinds of stories. So finally, tell everybody your social media handles and your website. They can keep up with you.
1: Okay. Well, my main social media is Instagram. Okay. And it's Cheryl Vienna with two A's in the end. So C-H-E-R-Y-L-V-I-E-N-N-A-A. Okay. Two A's.
2: And that's where we can find you. Look at all your beautiful photographs. Yes. And then
1: I have an IMDb and that's Cheryl Vienna also.
2: Okay. I'm going to be looking for you to do a TED Talk too soon.
1: You know, you're not the first person to say that. So that's mm-hmm. been buzzing around in my head. But that
2: just might be a 24, 25 thing. Yeah. It's just, your story's just begging for TEDx, TED Talk. It's just, how can you miss? You will be so, you so inspiring. <laughs> well, again, Cheryl, thank you so much for this conversation.
1: I really. It's been my delight, my pleasure.
2: I just hope that women out there, women and men, whomever, hear your story and just go for whatever that dream is. That's right. Go for it. Doesn't matter what age you are, how young, how old, how middle age, whatever. Just just go for it. Like you did. Uh,
1: Because my thing is you're old one day after you die.
2: Yes. Until then, keep doing it. Keep doing it. (laughs) Keep doing it. Talking to myself too. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, OK, yeah. Cheryl, nice chatting with you again. And hopefully we will talk uh, maybe next month or so, whenever, whenever your next project, you can always. Oh Yes,
1: that here. I would love it.
2: OK, well, have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Have fun at Sundance and we'll see you next time.
1: All right. Sounds good. Thank you. OK, Bye-bye. take care. Bye bye.
2: Okay, everybody, we are out of time. We're actually running over time. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next Saturday. Have a great rest of the weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.